Shut up and sit down. Rex is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt under Higa Machado, a professional mixed martial artist, and a beer lover. Garrett is a former pro wrestler turned professional announcer and Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner, and also a lover of all things beer. Together, they are the Northwest Hop Team. Sit down and listen as Rex and Garrett talk local beer and MMA. What's good, what's not, and what's coming up in beer and MMA. All right, welcome once again to the Northwest Hop Team Podcast. Uh, the announcer said Rex is here, but that's not the case. Rex is uh, in the middle of training for a fight. He's got one uh, in September coming up. So I got my good buddy Luke, don't call me Demetrius Johnson, here with me. Uh, and he's a he's a home brewer. He's a pro wrestling fan. He's a uh, jiu-jitsu fan and a little bit of a mixed martial arts fan. So I figured with uh, that skill set, he probably fit in pretty well. So uh, say hi to the people, Luke. Hello, people. Really, that's just... Come on, just short and sweet to the point. All right, whatever. I mean, <laughs> if you want to be boring, be boring. I promise people he's not that boring. So, what do we got coming up here? I uh, just want to send a shout out. Thanks to the sponsors, uh, Karma. That's K A R M M A Fight Gear. Uh, please go to www.karmafightgear.com. Get yourself or some fighter that you know something special. Father's Day is coming up. Make sure you get something there too. All right. And uh, today we're coming from Block 15 in Corvallis. Uh, me being a Eugenian and a Duck fan, it's a little bit uh, foreign territory for me. Uh, I won't admit that I lived here for a little bit, but that may or may not have happened. Uh, and we're here sampling uh, five beers today on this podcast from Block 15. And where are they located? Because I, I just go to the GPS and it tells me where to go. They're located at 300 Southwest Jefferson in Corvallis, Oregon, kind of downtown. Right across from the Dairy Queen. Okay, there we go, because everybody, Dairy Queen is the central location in any town. Uh, on today's podcast, we're going to be uh, looking ahead at UFC 188. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the brew fests coming up, and uh, also about Rumble to Roseland 82. So uh, with that, just remember, this is a fan-supported and listener-supported podcast, supported by people just like you. We give it to you free of charge every single Wednesday on SoundCloud.com and the Global Combat Network at GlobalCombatNetwork.com. All right. First beer on tap is what, my friend? We have the Dark Knight Lager. All right. It's so, a, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's Dark Knight Lager. So are we talking Dark Knight as in, like, Christian Bale Dark Knight? Absolutely Or are we talking not. Ben Affleck Dark Knight? Uh, well, we don't even want to talk about Ben Affleck Dark Knight. Okay, I'm just making That's, sure. I just want to make sure we're in the same Dark Knight. <laughs> We're going Dark Knight Lager. It's a German uh, Schweitzbrayer uh, brewed with Pilsner, Vienna, and specialty dark malts. Gently hopped with a German Tettinger hop. Extended lagering smooths the roasted notes, producing an easy-drinking light-bodied black beer with lager characteristics. It comes in at 4.75 ABV with 20 IBUs. All right. Let's do a little smelly smell smell. I'm in. I am definitely in on this. Yeah, it smells really good. I, I really get coffee at the beginning. All right. Because uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm a dark beer guy, and I'm pretty sure Luke's a dark beer guy, so this might be a little biased, but just saying. With the coffee on the nose, you get a lot of coffee and just a hint of chocolate on the palate. I'm, I'm actually really digging on this. Yeah, and for a lager, 
They say it smooths out the malt flavors, but I think it kind of enhances it. Actually. A little bit, yeah. It tastes, it tastes pretty good, malty. Lots of character, coffee. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect it doesn't doesn't have any lager characteristics. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly. I mean, I understand why they call it that, but at the same time, it's like sure. you you could serve this to me, and I'd be like, oh, that's a really good porter. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Put it on some nitro, and yeah. Good. Yes, like it is. All right. First thing on our uh, MMA agenda, Rumble at the Roseland 82 at the uh, Roseland Arena in Portland. Uh, quite a bit of Impact Jiu-Jitsu guys in this card. Um, I'm kind of surprised. I didn't realize that they had so many guys fighting for them, and they threw everybody on this card. <laughs> uh, you got Raven Gallus versus Brian Nero in one of your main events, and Justin Mark versus Carson Frey in the other main. Uh, Justin Mark, he is a 1-0 professional as far as I can remember. I commentated his uh, first professional fight at uh, the Emerald Queen Casino for Super Fight League, and he won pretty decisively against Shane Sargent. Um, so this, I think this is going to be a hard fight, particularly just because you've got Rose City, where Carson's out of, and Impact, where Justin's out of. I'm pretty sure if this goes to the ground, it's going to be a war. Um, I don't have a pick for it, honestly. It's it's a tough one. I know you're not really familiar with either guy. I'm not, but no, I'm not. But judging by the pictures of the profiles of these guys, uh, Carson looks like he might be about 12. He but does, he looks he, like he might be a beast. So yeah, he is know. a young guy. And, and Mar- Marks is definitely. They're both accomplished. Marks. If I want to, I want to say it's Mark, not Marks. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's. I believe he's a purple belt in jujitsu, if I remember correctly. So again, I, I would look for this fight to go to the ground, and I'd definitely be. Uh, be interested to see this fight i might just buy myself a ticket and go sit in the sands uh other fights kevin bowen versus nate uh Cerate, i can't i don't know anything about him art of war is out of uh, eugene so looking at this we got a lot of eugene fighters on this card too um john simone uh lenny foster oh man well it looks like kevin bowen is a ginger he, he that is true he is weird. I mean, I, I understand even though he has no soul, he probably has skills. So, e- easy with, you know, profiling Luke. But anyway, this card is June 13th at the Roseland. Get your tickets at, at thefcff.com or go to facebook.com slash full contact fight fe- fighting federation. Doors open at 6, fight start at 7. Once again, June 13th at the Roseland. All right. What's up next, boss? Looks like we got a... St- Looks like we got a stout, which I don't have. Maybe it's the Nebula Oat Stout. I'm going to go with that. I believe so. I'm going to go with that. It's an American-style stout brewed with European pale, caramel, chocolate, and brown malts with a little bit of rolled oats, gently hopped and balanced with English fuggle and fermented from our privately banked English yeast. Uh, It has hints of coffee, dark chocolate, caramel with a velvety brown head and smooth finish. Comes in at 6.7 ABV with 25 IBUs. All right, so get this bad boy on on the tap here. I don't get a whole lot of smell. Yeah, I don't get a nose on it either. In fact, I get nothing. It's a really, really, really mild stout. Yes. It's it's not typical at all. No. So, and I don't know if that's maybe the oats, maybe tones it down a little. I'm pretty sure it is because I, I listened to what you said, but I wasn't hearing what you said. So I do like, I am a huge fan of Fuggles yeah. as a hop choice, um, which is pretty mild. 
so that might have something to do with it. If if I had to redo this, I might add maybe a maybe a German hop of some sort. But. See, and this is why I have you here because being a home brewer, you know all the secret chemistry to beer. I'm just a fan of it, and I know what I know because I know. I can fake it till I make it. Anyway. Whatever, man. I don't hate it because it's beer, but it's not my favorite. That's actually a really good statement right there. I don't hate it because it's beer. Well, there's only a few beers that are under the impression of I hate it. Um, not to put, throw any under the bus, but there's a beer called uh, Would You Like to Build a Snowman? And that is by far, hands down, my least favorite beer on this planet. So, not burying anybody, but it's just bad. So... All right, uh, one other thing you might want to uh, remember, if you are on Untapped, you have the app on either the uh, iPhone or Android, I'm on at ShockerNW24, so uh, if you want to keep up, you can always uh, check us out. What are, what are you, Lucas? I'm going to have to look because I haven't been on it for a while. That's weird. I remember somebody kept telling you to get on Untapped, like <laughs> over and over again. I'm like, you're a homebrewer, man. You need to get Untapped. Whatever. Oh, uh, well, here, it looks like I'm uh, Lucky Luke Johnson. Or Luke Johnson. Just just look him up. He's he's the ugly guy with the beard. You'll find him. <laughs> and it's it's highly original name, really. Well, I mean, at least you're not like a John Smith or something like that. All right, we're coming up to our next uh, next subject, which is UFC 188, Velasquez versus Verdum. Let's start with the undercard. We've got Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. What do you know about him? Nothing, I'm guessing. I know absolutely you, nothing about this. You didn't else. watch the. Uh, women's UFC uh, Ultimate Fighter show? I missed that one. Okay, no. well, they were both okay. on it. Um, I honestly, in, in this fight, it's weird. Uh, I'm going to go Tisha Torres, even though Angela Hill is probably the most athletic woman in the UFC. She's she's like John Jones athletic. She just hasn't put the skill set together, which is sort of unfortunate, because she came into the uh, the Tough House, I think, with one pro fight, I want to say. Okay. She, she pretty much uh, did what you did and just faked it till she made it. <laughs> uh, Tisha Torres, on the other hand, she is a veteran, and she's been in a lot of scraps, so it's not like she doesn't know what she's doing. Now, is, um, she, is she one of the four horsewomen? No, 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 no. No. Speaking of which, Shayna Baszler got released. Oh. Yeah, so now there's only three horsewomen in... Uh, no, actually, two horsewomen in the UFC now. Are, oh. Because Marina doesn't fight in the UFC, and uh, Baszler got, got canned. So, so all you need to recruit? Yeah, all you have is Jessamyn Duke and Ronda Rousey. And, uh, I wonder if Arn Anderson would... Uh... Arn might, yeah. But if, uh, you know, Betch Cohea, she's, she's working on taking them all out. Anyway, uh, I've got Tisha Torres in this. I would guess it's probably going to go the distance just because... They're both cardio machines, especially Hill. Um, but uh, number five versus number 15, that's that's my pick. And uh, next up after that, we've got Yara Rodriguez and Charles Rosa. Honestly, I don't know anything about either guy. I'm guessing uh, we got uh, Rodriguez from Mexico and Rosa from the U.S. Now, they I, call him Boston Strong, and his last name is Rosa. So yeah. that's kind of... I mean, I get it. I mean, this is... this this card is coming from uh, Mexico so I would honestly guess you're going to have uh, El Pantera the Panther Rodriguez he's probably going to be the fan favorite big time oh, over yeah. Boston Strong uh, but again the only thing I can really see that is standing out is that Rosa has a 10-1 record against uh, Rodriguez's 4-1 record so he does have the edge and experience um, again I, I can't really pick it because I don't have an honest opinion but if I was to Assume a winner and not put any money on it. I'd probably go with Rosa. Yeah. You got Yar. Is that how you say his name? Yar? 
I would say Yar or Yar. Yar. Yeah. Uh, it looks like 50% of his four wins come from TKO or KO, so sure. that's good, good numbers. Yep. And uh, Rosa is kind of a, a, submission, a submission machine. Guy. Yeah. I don't know. I got to go with Rosa. Got to go with the ground. All right. Well, there you got the first two fights. What's next on the beer front? Uh, looks like we got the red. It's a really long description, so bear with me. The description is red. Our red ale is brewed with Munich, Vienna, and Crystal Malts, Sterling, Centennial, and Cascade hops. So hopefully this will be a little bit more uh, more IBUs. Uh, looks like it balances the malt profile with a dry hop uh, ridge of Sterling and Cascade, uh, rounding out the nose, and it comes in at 5.8 ABV and uh, 30 IBUs. So not real high on the IBUs, actually. So it's just your standard red, not an imperial or anything like no, that? Okay. Yeah. So what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Looks like with dry hopping, it should have a really good nose. Then it does. Definitely it. hop on the nose. You can really smell the centennial in that. A lot I'm, of fruit. I'm, yeah, I'm catching a lot of fruit in that. A little mango, maybe some pineapple. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like mango as a fruit, so like trying to pull that flavor from anything <laughs> is impossible for me. But yeah, I, I get the, the tropical note of it. Yeah, I can see this on a hot day. Really, really cold. Yeah, see with me, I look at easy drinking beers. I always think, would I drink this after I've mowed the lawn? That's sort of my go-to. Exactly. Of, you yeah. know. But, you know, and it coming in at... 5.8 it's not a session per se no 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 because I mean, isn't, isn't session generally you're talking 4.4 four to about 5.4 yeah. in that neighborhood yeah anything below that yeah you go like Bud Light it's what 2% something like that I don't think it has any alcohol in it honestly as far <laughs> as I know I mean it's because didn't they just repackage rubbing alcohol <laughs> and then just put water it down I think that's how it works I'm, I'm, don't quote me on that I do want to uh make one note so my stepson's 20 years old um i mean he's 21 let's just let's just say he's 21 and uh he's been bringing beer home and putting it in the fridge in the garage and the first time he brought beer home it was a shock top raspberry and i was so disappointed because i don't do that kind of stuff that's blasphemy in my house <laughs> i so have then, drank shock top sure um, when it was given to me right you, you you only drink stuff like that if it's given you're not going to pay for it all oh, God, no. Yeah, unless you're in, in Vegas and you're paying $11 for a Corona, which I have done. Anyway, um, so he finished off that six-pack. Next six-pack was Heineken. I was even more disappointed. I, it brought a tear to my eye when I opened up the fridge to see what he had drank. But I have to say I do like the Heineken commercials. Sure. Yeah, that's where they put all their money. It's not in R&D. <laughs> it's into their commercials. The beer is shit, but the commercials are good. Exactly. So I was like, oh, okay. So this morning I opened the in the refrigerator and what do I see but Mirror Pond? So I had to send him a, a, hey a now, text hey now, and gave him a high five. Okay. Because okay. I was like, that that's my boy. <laughs> he actually got something good. I was impressed. I was wondering where you were going with that for oh, a second. It, I it, I don't know if he chose it or somebody else chose it for him, but whoever chose it, it's good because I may just steal it because I don't I don't get it normally because I've got all kinds of other beers to drink, but I'll drink Mirror Pond all day long and twice on Sundays. Yes. All right. Yeah, that was good. I like. Yeah, it. I'm I'm impressed with it. That's that's something that uh, you mow the lawn and you drink it. That's yeah. Good stuff. All right. Next up, we got uh, Kelvin Gastelum and Nate Marquardt. I gotta go with Nate. Really? You're gonna go with Nate? I gotta go with the old timer. You he, think you think the veteranism is gonna gonna work? I think work? so. I think so. Plus, he's got a beard. Oh. So Beards got to stick together. All right, man. Whatever. 
<laughs> you know, those were those were out last year. Um, I personally am going to go with Gastelum. He's a he's rough and tumble man. He, he he's a scrapper, and I, and, I, and that's what I like. Marquardt, he's kind of been on a tear recently. He's he's put together a couple wins, and he's scrappy, and he's a veteran, and he knows how to win. But I'm just I think I'll give it to Gastelum. Honestly, that's just the way I see it. And it also depends on which Nate shows up. If the Nate that is on his jits. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If so he's I, gassed and yeah, you know, by the third round. I guess my only issue is in that regard, and that's going to be another factor in the next two fights coming up. Is I don't know the elevation of where they're at. Oh uh, yeah. Because I think it's Mexico City. Which the pollution might get you. Yeah, they're in Mexico City, but I don't know what the elevation is there. I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, I mean, Kane's going to have the entire nation behind him, but uh, you know. I was just curious if it's added elevation, if that would help or not. All right, next one. You got Gilbert Melendez and Eddie Alvarez. What do you got? I, I, I love Eddie Alvarez. The kid is a scrapper. You're going to go with Eddie? Always have, yeah. Okay, and I'm going with Gil. <laughs> okay. He didn't look very good in his last fight. No, he didn't. But uh, I think that's probably going to drive him. And you know, you're, right, you're right. Alvarez is no joke. The, the, the dude will throw hands, and it's that's his, that's his deal. But... I don't know. I think it's just like with you. I got to go with with uh, Gil just because he's kind of got his veteranism. Even though Alvarez is no no you know spring chicken either. But <laughs> well, I, if you look at Eddie's record, his wins. Yeah. Uh, you got sixty four percent of them from KO mm-hmm. TKO. You got twenty percent from submission compared to fifty percent and five percent. Right. So if we're going strictly numbers, you got to go with Eddie. You, I I can agree with you there, but then you got to look at. You got 45 on your decision, 45% for Gill, and uh, only 16. So if it goes the distance, you know where that's probably going to lean. True, very true. So that's that, and that's Melendez's thing is he'll grind it out for three rounds and weather the storm. Yep, that's what's going to have to be. All right. All right. So uh, Luke, what's the next beer on the agenda? Uh, looks next up, we got the Aboriginal. It's dry hopped amber ale brewed with an artistic blend of seven malts and three hops. Has a deep chestnut in color with a complex malt body. A finishing dry hop dose of European and Northwest grown hops provide an earthly and citrusy aroma. Uh, we're jumping up the ABVs to 6.8 and it comes in with 42 IBUs. So we're going up a little bit on the IBUs as well. I don't get much. I get, I get kind of hay, I get wet hay. I'm not from a farm, nor am I from Corvallis, so I don't know what hay smells like when it's wet. <laughs> I am from here, and I know what hay smells like. And that's usually uh, dry hop will yeah. do that, because it'll get a grassy sure. smell, sometimes a flavor. It's a really mild, mild. That's, that's, that's strange. I thought it would be, with the higher IBUs, I thought it would be hoppier. Yeah, I, 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 I it almost has like a cream yeah. flavor, which yeah, is yeah. weird. It's true. Not complaining, just saying no. it's, the description's a little bit um, deceiving. Yeah, that's funny that you say that. It does. It is creamy. I don't know. The jury's out on that one. Yeah. I do like the color, though. It's a good caramel color. And I So far, on, on these five, I uh, out of the four or the five we've had so far, I would definitely drink all four of these. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the lacing on this is really good, too. The head stays on the glass yeah. as you drink it. All right, and finally, our main event of UFC 188. That's my crazy, not real announcer voice. Your champion, Cain Velasquez, 
going to Mexico City against Fabricio Verdum. All right, Luke. Oh man! If you had a if you had a Benjamin, who are you putting it on? <laughs> if I had a Benjamin, I would buy something else. But uh, I I love Kane, but I gotta go with Fabrizio. He's a hometown kid. So you not really? You, I guess you, Kane is. Yeah, Kane would be the hometown thing. Is yeah. how he's brown pride. You know, it's tattooed on his chest. Just pointing <laughs> that out. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I'm and you know, Fabrizio is from Brazil, not Mexico. <laughs> So not even close to the hometown. Different continent altogether. Good work. <laughs> now, now my racism shows. I yeah, suppose. way to go, buddy. Yeah. True, true. Uh, Cor- Corvallian. <laughs> what, what do they call people from Corvallis? Uh, Corvallisians. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right, whatever. I just make up words. Uh, see, and I got Velasquez. He's got an entire nation behind him on this. He's the champ. It's been 18 months since he's fought. I think he's itching for a win, and the guy is a cardio machine. True. So. Whether it goes three, whether it goes five, whether it goes to a decision, he's going to grind it out if he has to. But he does have the one-punch knockout power, but, you know, Verdum has one-punch knockout power also. As, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, if, it, if it was me, I'd like to see him just go toe-to-toe, you know, nose-to-nose right at the bell. Get this thing over quick and see who's got a stronger right hand. Well, the, the heavyweights, you never want to see them lay on each other. Right. Or lay on each other against the cage. So. Right. Yeah, let's just go toe-to-toe and get it done. So you got Fabricio and I got Kane. So we shall see how this one turns out. All right. Up next, we've got some uh, beer news. All right. And our last beer of the evening. Looks like we got the Alpha IPA. We're going to finish on the IBUs. we got Northwest Style IPA with notes of citrus, fruit, and pine. Delivered by a robust blend of four Northwest-grown hops. Alpha is then doubly dry-hopped, cold condition, creating a balanced hop experience. Uh, beer comes in at 7% ABV with 70 IBU. It is golden. I like the color. It's definitely got that hoppy nose. I yeah. like that as well. I get, I get pineapple. If you go to Hawaii and you cut open a pineapple. I've been to Hawaii, but I've never cut open a pineapple. Or guava. I get guava. I've never cut open a guava either. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, I, I like it. Definitely fruity. It's not as it's not as uh, heavy as I figured it would be. So that's perfectly fine with me. This, the, this, this might be the one that you you're gonna be out on the on the lawn with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a name like Alpha, I was expecting like a little bit more manly. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, it's nice. It's not bad. No, I get, you get a growler of this, no problem. Yeah, that's good stuff. I like yeah. That. All right, we'll finish off. Uh, I'll give you the news, some local news here in uh, in Beerland, since we are uh, Oregon and all we have in summertime is beer fest, which I can't complain. Only problem is, you know, with all the beer fest, that means you're away every day drinking beer, and you know, it's a good thing that there's an Uber in Portland now. I mean, if there wasn't, it'd be really expensive. But uh, once again, Portland Beer Week is on from the 11th through the 21st of this month. Go to pdxbeerweek.com for more details on Portland Beer Week. Got the Malala Brew Fest on the 11th through the 13th. Go to uh, facebook.com slash Malala Brew Fest. I've been to that brew fest. It's uh, pretty good. They they actually have a couple beers every year that are really kind of out there. Um, I've had a couple stouts there that I've never had before. Uh, I can't recall them off the top of my head because it was a year ago. But it was just those beers where it's like, I've never heard of this before, but it's dark. I like dark. I'm trying it. Um, 
And then this would be my kryptonite, would be the Portland Fruit Beer Fest. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I'm not a big fruit beer fan at all. Um, but uh, 6 to the 12th, go to uh, www.fruitbeerfest.com. Uh, for anybody out there, it's going to be by Three Leg Dog Brewing, 250 South Main and in Independence. Uh, the Oregon Beer Growler has their perfect pint tasting from 5 to 7 with IPAs. That's on the 12th. And on the 13th, they're going to be at the uh, Steinbart, and Comp- Steinbart Company, uh, 234 Southeast 12th in Portland, doing uh, perfect pints, and they're doing IPAs again. So uh, those both are free. So if you want to go down and taste some free IPAs, and it's a blind test, so uh, that's actually kind of a test your knowledge sort of thing. I've done a couple blind tests. I suck at it. <laughs> well, and as uh, Tom Peterson said, free is a very good price. Yeah, it's, that's my favorite price, especially if there's beer involved. Yeah. Well, I take that back because usually if it's free, there's beer involved, and it happens to be in a can. Eh, it's usually going to go on the lawn. Uh, and finally, the 18th annual Barley Cup Brew Fest at the Thompson House Brew Pub in Salem, 3575 Liberty. That's at the uh, McMinimins in uh, South-ish Salem. Uh, you can go there and try that brew fest. Uh, it's going to have most of McMinimins stuff there and a couple of randoms here and there. So uh, that about closes off the show. So uh, once again, we come to you every Wednesday on SoundCloud, just look up the Northwest Hop Team. Also, you can go to a Global Combat Network. We talk about MMA, so uh, you know they got to throw us on there because people that you know like MMA, they like beer. That's how I do. We figured this thing out. Make sure you go to both those places, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, I'm working on getting iTunes. Uh, Apple doesn't like me. I don't like Apple, so I may have to fight them for this, but it'll happen. Uh, you can follow us at the Northwest Hop Team. Uh, at NW Hop Team. We're on Instagram, Northwest underscore hop underscore team. If you got questions, concerns, you don't like uh, Luke's beard, which, I mean, I can understand that, you can uh, email us at northwesthopteam at gmail.com. Uh, follow me on Untapped, Shocker NW24. And you remember yours, Luke? Uh, Lucky Luke Johnson. Let's hope it's Lucky Luke Johnson because you never know. He could be lying to you, folks. We've only had him on one time. I don't trust him completely yet. Uh, Finally, go to Facebook, look us up, Northwest Hop Team, and like our page. Keep up to date on everything we do. And uh, All right, Luke, we're here at uh, Block 15 in Corvallis, and uh, I'm getting the heebie-jeebies because I'm a duck fan. It's too much orange and black here. But uh, for our first 15 here at Block 15, our first five at Block 15, uh, so for uh, Luke, don't call me Demetrius Johnson, I'm Garrett. We're out.